Now, like, and buckle up. I might be getting real emotional every time there is a uh, song. Uh, there's one song I'm going to send you on Christmas Eve so that you can cry just like I have been every time it's been in my head lately. Thanks, I'm- buddy. Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm just like, I want to be a complete poop face and send this to her so that she can also cry. Can I, can I just remind you? Sarah's yeah. key. Oh, no. You're welcome. You know what? Look, that was the beginning of this marriage, madam, and I've been trying <laughs> to pay you back ever since. Oh. Welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. How's it going, guys? How are you doing? What's going on? <laughs> it's kind of funny how we always ask our listeners, yeah. like, how's it going? How are you? But, like, this is recorded. They're not going to respond. We it's should also pause and give them before. a chance to respond. Oh. What's <laughs> that? Hold on. You know what? Let's do that again. The whole or thing? Something. No. Ow. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no. <laughs> what a jerk face. I realized once I said it, I was like, she's not going to want to do it all again. But, I can do okay. it all again. I got this. No, I don't want you. I don't want you. Do you want to? Okay. No, no, no. Hello and welcome to the girls <laughs> who came to Sugar Bakers. We're nerds and platonic life partners. Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. Hello, Aaron. How's it going, guys? Cool. Oh, man. Great. That's good to know. Or maybe not. With you. Thank you for listening. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Such a dick. Wasn't there like a kid's show where they always left room for people, the kids to like yell at the screen? Oh, is that the one? I think there was also like Romper Room or something did it too. Or I never slept. Like a couple. Wow. I, you should not indulge me. What are you doing? But. (laughs) But yeah, I think I'm going to start doing that. I want to like start leaving room for people to be like, good, shit, ah, you know, <laughs> whatever that day is like. Uh, speaking of days, mostly my love, what oh, is the holidays? Um, oh. So the first one that I celebrated today was Humbug Day. <laughs> yeah, Humbug. Yes, yes. All day. You're a little Scrooge. All nine hours of it. <clears throat> really were you feeling it what how are you how are you celebrating this my love how is i was sweating because it is oh, yeah. 30 degrees outside and one of the workrooms in my job is like 80 degrees it's really the best way to do things it's isn't great. it i remembered my t-shirt today winning um, uh yesterday you didn't is that what it was yeah yesterday was gross oh. Um, yeah, and our other one is Yule, and in the spirit of that, which is the German holiday, uh, in the spirit of that, you have a movie to share with us. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, ooh, I want to watch something horrible and dark, because the Yule story is, like, pretty, isn't it kind of creepy? Like, if you're a bad kid, then you're, like, thrown on the fire? Something like that, yeah. Or something. Yeah, because it's like Yule Log. It's like, oh, it's cute and festive. I'm like, well, I think there is some kind of joke about that you were going to be like wrapped up with the wood and thrown on the fire or something. I don't. I don't know if that's accurate. Mm, you know what? Let me 
not be racist against Yule real quick and just look up the original. There we go. Well, but what am I talking about? Uh, it was saying that it's a festival observed by the historical Germanic peoples. And but it's roots it, in paganism. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, it comes from, like, Old Norse. What am I thinking of? Is there something deep and dark and creepy about it? Oh, well, sorry. People know. Maybe it's just because it's, like, maybe it's because it's connected to, like, paganism and, like, and burning witches and stuff. And maybe it's, like, mm-hmm. oh, the traditions of the Yule Log. The origin of the folk custom is unclear. I bet there's some German people right now. They're like, you got to stop being ignorant. (laughs) But, all right, anyway. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, that doesn't help. Sorry. (laughs) I was going to say, are you still there? That was riveting. Well, it was, there was something connected to, you know, the word I don't like. Uh, that starts with an F and I was talking, I was reading about that and I know that that has to do with burning people. So there must, there must be some connection, but anyway, it made me, we were talking about Krampus, but it made us think of like the darker kind of Christmas things in in Krampus. And I thought about a movie that I watched that I like that I found out is Finnish and uh, it's called Rare Exports. And uh, it's about because I wa- I do tend to watch like kind of Krampusy movies if I can get my hands on them sometimes or kind of create. My dad's like a professional Santa. I think there's something just weird about me that I like to watch like the opposite of a Hallmark Santa movie. I want horrible things. <laughs> <laughs> I want the dark side of Santa. Um, and uh, so the little synopsis on their IMDb page is in the depths of the... Oh, shit, I can't speak Finnish. Hold on, let's try it. In the depths of the... Carval... Oh, shit. Carvatunturi? Carvatunturi, let's say that. Mountains, 486 meters deep, lies the closest ever guarded secret of Christmas. The time has come to dig it up. This Christmas, everyone will believe in Santa Claus. And it's like... It is, like, dark and creepy and wonderful, and I love it. Um, so that's a kind of fun if you don't want to watch something that's just lighthearted and cheerful and beautiful maybe, and bright. If you're, <laughs> yeah, if you're like I have been this year, I don't think I'm normally this way. I'm going to watch, you know, like Elf and Home Alone and uh, other things too. But I'm definitely watching that movie again. So that's a fun way to celebrate you, I guess. Um, yeah. Okay. So what was your sugar baker moment this week? Um, okay, so small story before my moment. It's very small. Uh, just background information. So my mom was named after the actress Deborah Carr, who mm-hmm. was in An Affair to Remember and The King and I and like all of that. And when she was born, they named her after Deborah Carr. But then my grandfather looked down on her and he's like, but she's so tiny and it's such a long name. So they shortened it to the D-E-B-R-A instead of like spelling it all out. And so last night at Trivia, I got my team a free round of drinks by knowing who she is because he asked the question, um, this Scottish-born actress was in the iconic scene uh, of um, 
from here to eternity the beach scene <laughs> and also was in the king and i and so i i told my friend oh. I was like, just give just give me the sheet um and so i wrote <laughs> it down because like we yeah. were trying it was loud and he was sitting like on the other end of the table writing oh it down. no no yeah, no. And so uh, the guy came around and like graded our answer sheet or whatever. And Doug turns it around and he's like, "Oh, look at which one we got wrong." And I was like, "Oh no, fuck, we did not get." Oh that one wrong. no, you did not. And because he read the answers and he said Shirley MacLaine, yeah. and I was like, oh, she was like four. She's not when from even... here to eternity came out. <laughs> yes, and she's not. Is she Scottish? No, she's just a redhead. <laughs> But and that's that's from a bottle. Yeah. So <laughs> wow, that is racist against Scotland. Not all Scottish so, people are redheaded, by the way. Yeah, oh like, man! Was, like, give, like he was kind of teasing me, and I was like, mm. "No, legit, I've seen both of these movies several times. Like Charlie McClane is up. still in movies right now." Yes. And um, so I. Oh, uh, like, you just no, watched no. the movie that she was in. I yeah, I did, and so I was like, so, I, I am well, it, right. and I turned it around and showed it to Adam. And I was like, look, <clears throat> I told you. And so he's like, give me your phone. And so he goes out and he shows it to the guy. And the guy's yes. like, oh, man, like that came from corporate. I don't know any of this. I don't know who that is. To make it up, I'll buy you guys a round of drinks. And we were like, yes, winning. I can't believe he wrote a question he doesn't even know. Oh, wait, he wouldn't write it. Yeah, I think he get like some of them he has to They don't do corporate. that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why would you even make up a question when you don't know the answer? But I was like, oh, wait. Some trivia people don't do that. They do just not steal. try me on Classic Hollywood. Don't do it. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so oh, hell fun. no. You pretty much were a starlet from the 1950s. <laughs> I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I'm like, I know you weren't alive. But, yeah. <laughs> I think, like, you just were the, the shit you know. So there that was fun. We got free drinks. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so what was your sugar baker? Yeah, I liked hearing this story in person because, of course, I was getting bits oh, of these Oh, you're getting stuff. texts. Yeah. Via text last night. Guys, we, te- we text all day. I know everything all that happens. Actually. That's why it's kind of funny when we miss things. I'm like, well, I was talking to you. How did I miss that thing that happened? Um, but that was really more fun to hear the triumph in your voice as you shared it with our lovely listeners. Oh, so mine, right. Um, I finished my internship today Yay! in Chapel. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, guys, as soon as I uh, called her to uh, record tonight, tape, excuse me, tape tonight. <laughs> She was like, you did it. <laughs> I did it. Um, but so today I was walking a, like in the dark and it was not that cold, but it was quick. Whatever. It was not exciting of a walk. But yesterday I walked through the park a little bit earlier and I was able to watch the sunset. And I stopped and, oh, I meant to look up which one it is. I saw a bird that is either a hawk or a falcon. I'm pretty sure it was a hawk because that's what it looked like. And I think they're bigger and kind of fluffier than falcons, but I might be getting that switched in my head. Because, honestly, I've never seen either one close up. But it was in Central Park, and it was on a low tree, and it flopped. It, like, flopped. It didn't flop. It flapped over above my head. And I was like, what? Oh. And so I just stood for a minute. I looked up at it like I was a little kid all excited. It looked down at me like, hey, bro. I'm, I looked up at it like, hey, bro. And then, like, <laughs> we had a moment. <laughs> and then it, like, flapped away. Uh, and so I was walking through the city. And also uh, Max Richter, who writes, like, uh, scores for movies, mm-hmm. uh, was playing on my music that I was listening to on my headphones. I think it was the song that was in Arrival, probably this very, like, poignant 
and it was kind of nice. I like I cried a little because <laughs> it's been kind of a lot, you know, this uh, semester. But it was a beautiful moment. I got I love birds and th- things that are winged, so it was kind of nice. Like I had my moment with seeing the sunset. I had very beautiful instrumental music playing. I had yeah, I had the bird. It was it was kind of a cool thing, and then it was a good walk home because it wasn't. It's not even just that it's not that cold. It's that I've been wearing leggings under my clothes and like at least two or three shirts. So and it wasn't that windy, so I was able to just walk home, and it was pretty pleasant. And then I got through today, and now I'm done, and I'm just gonna go back to being a grad student for a year and a half. <laughs> And then on to more chaplaincy. So that was kind of fun. Yay. Uh, Do we uh, talk about the episode next? Oh, we got to do presents. Oh, shit. God. Sorry. I drank some coffee before I walked home because I was like, I have to not fall asleep on Leslie. I have to hurry up and walk home. So I'm a little bit like probably caffeinated. That's too. I had to have another cup of tea Sorry. before we started. I was yawning. Oh, did your tea butler? Bl- what? <laughs> did, you, did your tea butler bring it to you? No, I had to do it myself. Oh, that's just. What are you, a peasant? Yes. Jeez. Yes, I am. <laughs> it's very sad. Tea butler. Um, yeah, this was my idea, guys, to think of what we would get the ladies for presents for the holidays. Um, and in true fashion, Leslie picked them out and put my name on the card. <laughs> so, Leslie, what are they going to open and surprise me with and be excited? <laughs> you, know that, you know that thing? It's like, where do we get them? And then, like, they're so excited and they open it and you're like, oh, wow. Like, you're just as excited because you didn't know. And they're like, you're so thoughtful. I'm like, I am. <laughs> Oh, man, both of our little names are on the card. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. Okay, so what did we get them for Christmas? Okay, so for Mary Jo, we got a Little Women literary scarf from the Story oh Arts shop. You know which ones I'm talking about. We'll post yes. pictures of all this shit online. Yes. Um, Perfect. Love it. So excited. One of my coworkers has one of those. I don't know which book it is because we just kind of like passed each other in the hallway the other day. It's like, I, I love it. that. I love your scarf. I, yeah, I want the one that's this... Ugh. This the speech from Persuasion. Oh no, the letter. I'm sorry, it's not the speech. It's yeah, it's the letter from Persuasion. I can't help it, but it's like forty dollars. So I'm like, I can't. Yeah, they're they're a lot, but, but they're nice. Yeah, so we would chip I also, in half and half on Mary Jo's scarf. Yes. Also, I, like I didn't I also, pay attention to cost at all. Oh no 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 no! I'm just saying for me, I don't be needing that for that scarf. That would be ridiculous. Is what I'm saying. I'm sorry that I didn't mean. Oh no! To bring I just that thought I'd point that out. Like, if money were no object, this is what we would get them. Can I correct also? Can I do a little, what is that thing where you correct a thing that was published before? A retraction? I would like to retract last week when I was saying, oh, when he said uh, Huck Finn, you know, that, that like for, that picked out Huck Finn for a girl, mm-hmm. right? As a book to read. I was like, oh yeah. And then that's the one that has like better language than Tom Sawyer. Nope. Got, oh, I, got my, I got my dyslexia uh, forgetting that it's because Jim is in Huck Finn is why is I think the one that has the horrible language over and over and over. Oh yeah, you know I've read it, but it's been so long I didn't remember. I don't think I've actually read it. I know I know I've read Tom Sawyer, but I think it was I think it's Jim that it's just like that book is like racist. It is just too. I think it's it's the N word a lot, and uh, I guess because 
Jim's name has it in his title. And it's like, oh, yeah. So I would like to make a retraction of what, of what I said last week. I'm like, oh, yay. And that's the one with less horrible language. I don't think I let my daughter read a book that has that language in it unless they have one that has all that. If they have a version that's cleaned up, then I'll read that. Anyway, but beautiful scarf. That is perfect. You're a genius. Thanks. Keep going. Okay. Yes. For Suzanne, she has everything. And she likes things that make beauty easier. So apparently there's this really high-end uh, hair removal laser that you can buy on Amazon that's called Tria Beauty Hair Removal Laser. It's like several hundred dollars. And you just do it in your home? Yeah. Oh, she is going to be just like a naked mole rat. Yeah, she could do it Except herself. Except for with, with a giant hair. Yeah, she doesn't need anything. We can't buy her yeah. jewelry she doesn't already have. So that's, yeah. that's our present to her. Oh, that's smart. Um, and Julia's are small, so I have two things. Okay. Uh, the first one is um, she doesn't really wear T-shirts, so I decided to get her the, the tea mug because she does drink coffee and tea that says a woman's place is in the house in the Senate. Oh, <gasps> yes. Yeah, I thought that yeah, good. yeah, that's good. That's good. And um, there is – I'll post – you okay? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I moved my computer. Did oh. something happen? Yeah, it sounded like <laughs> – I don't know. Chaos. Like I was leaving. Um, <laughs> Wait, it sounded like what? Like chaos. Like your mic just went tumbling somewhere. <laughs> oh my God, really? Yeah, I literally just. Oh my God, I scooted my laptop like <laughs> three inches across my bed. No, you didn't. You climbed down the mountain. <laughs> I climbed down the mountain. Jeez. In the snow. Sorry. <laughs> Uphill both ways. Uphill both ways. Even though it was down a mountain. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, and so the second thing is like um, it's a little like lapel pin so she could wear mm-hmm. it in her lapel or at her neck because, you know, they like to do that. They like to like close their button ups with like a pin. Yes. Um, And it says it's a little thing that says uh, male tears on it. <gasps> oh, look at you. <laughs> I you thought she might appreciate that. That actually, I like that. That would be good. Um, I also got two for Charlene because one of them is homemade, so it's not. Yeah. It's it, it means a lot, but it's like you. It's didn't homemade. You made well, it. I didn't make it. Um, Blanche made I make it? on the Golden Girls. <laughs> oh, okay. I would get Charlene um one of Blanche's homemade the men of Blanche's boudoir calendars. <gasps> from the Christmas episode. Wait, can we just take a minute? <laughs> Appreciate your genius. Thanks, buddy. Um, and then the other thing would no. be. Oh, oops, sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Appreciating. Oh, you're done. Okay, no, it's okay. We can continue. I'm gonna. That's one's gonna sit with me for a minute. You continue. <laughs> I'll just up speed amongst myself here. <laughs> and um, we would also get her a Kindle Unlimited reading subscription because there are so oh. many trashy romances on Kindle Unlimited and she would love it. I can't believe that your ability to buy me presents just translates to fictional characters. I'm really annoyed at this. I'm so glad that I didn't participate because I'd be like, well shit. And we have to get Anthony like, something. Yes, of course. Um, So what we, we would get today? Anthony an Echo Dot for that busy college student life. But not like oh. a full Amazon Echo. Because, you know, you can just like ask it questions. And, yeah. like, you know, like, Alexa, give me a synopsis of The Great Gatsby. And then he wouldn't have yep. to read Monarch Notes. 
<laughs> and also you know it plays music and finds things for you i don't know and it's tiny so you could take it everywhere if you wanted to can you like order food on there maybe, maybe. and like i don't know you could probably do like all kinds of shit that he needs yeah see he would love it and also, i don't want one because they scare the shit out of me but he would love it oh because it like talks to other like technology in your house it's or what is it the scary thing yeah that's some irobot shit i don't like that I don't appreciate that. Always listening. <laughs> Always listening. So yeah, that's what we would give everyone for Christmas. Merry Christmas. Wow, I'm so Christmas. glad that I thought of this. <laughs> that you participated. <laughs> Thanks for having that idea. It was fun. If anyone else has ideas, please like send them in. Yes, what would you get them? Yeah, exactly. Like Let you can know. email us or tweet at us and all that stuff. Uh, because we love when people do that kind of thing. Do. fantastic happy holidays happy everybody holidays everybody or not holidays like happy winter solstice whatever you do that's still holiday and like you know what you're alive in 26 yeah. we made it we made should it, be guys. celebrated we got less than two <laughs> weeks in this shitty year and like, we can start over hopefully i like how everyone's like i'm ready for 2016 i'm like oh. <laughs> just <laughs> It could continue. I mean, it could continue, but know. we can't lose Prince again, and we can't lose Bowie again. Good point. Yeah. I know if someone as mundane and fantastic and wonderful as Alan Thick dies, oh, you know that means this year is just like too much. Like uh, if someone's just like you know, just he's chill. Yeah, but he still died. I'm like, wow, wow. what? Wow. <laughs> like, no. Is there have been a lot of people that died? So my goodness um yeah so on a happier got... note oh. uh what yeah. did we watch this week so this week on a happier note well honestly, there's actually a lot of feelings in this episode <laughs> well at least <laughs> it's still a sitcom ish <laughs> it's a sitcom we're together we're enjoying it yes. boom uh <laughs> i'm also like the way i'm like i'm kind of like holding my microphone and like i feel like i'm like a like a DJ right are you now. Get serenaded yeah. Or like, are you going to drop some sick beats and like remix it for us? Serenaded. <laughs> <laughs> I was singing some. Oh, I was singing quote singing along to Emily Sandy. Is that how we say her name? I think so. Emily Sandy. You know, like French. Her her doing this is my home song. Whatever. What is that song? I know um, you gave it to me. The, so uh, this is where I'm home. I don't really know what it's called. Yes. This is us. Right. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I yeah. Yeah. And I was like, woo. I was like really lip syncing that when I was walking home. In fact, someone looked at me and, then, and I was like, I should do a video of myself. like lip syncing. It's, it's called where I sleep. It's like, thank you. Yes. yes. Uh, Cause I was getting like so into it that you would think I'm like a really good singer. <laughs> she has that effect. I know it's it's a very like you just feel you're like this is this is where I'm home. I was just like walking on a dirty ass street that smelled like trash, so it wasn't really. But I was like you know I was feeling it. She made me feel it. Uh, anyway, no, I'm not going to serenade anyone. But this week we watched uh, season two, episode seven, heart attacks. Hmm. It first aired on November 9th, 1987, and the, what is this, TV Guide synopsis says Julia realizes how much Reese means to her after he suffers a heart attack, arm wrestling an old classmate. But 
who has designs on Julia Design. I love that. Did you already read that before? I like, did you not, see that I nonsense? Just looked at it right now. That's amazing. Oh, I can't believe that they did that. It's I love like when TV guys classic and stuff. also appropriate. They're trying. It's like I feel like you would have written that. I, I mean, yeah, that. yeah, it's amazing. So we've got um, so um, Sheffield, who is the one of the guest stars, played by Jack Bannon, who I don't know from anything else, oh. and of course we have Hal Holbrook Woo. holding it down as Reese. Man, he's good. Um, so did you get all the feelings for this episode? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So many feels. When I was watching it, uh, I was like, oh my god, Leslie's gonna be like screaming. As I told you. And they're like, oh, I kinda remember part of that one. And, I yeah, remember it parts was, of it, but not all of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so what happens? So we start Sugar Bakers. Duh. Yes. And Duh. uh Charlene <laughs> is reading a tabloid mm-hmm. about a girl, a woman, lady, someone. Uh, of the female persuasion. <laughs> who Did gave... you feel awkward about saying girl? What was that? Maybe, because, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. I, a right. person of the female persuasion who a gave girl birth someone. <laughs> to identical twins and used him for a prom date. To No, it said he she oh, gave yeah. birth to an identical twin and used him for a prom date. That's what it said. That doesn't make any sense. I'm blinking. But... Charlene is more upset about people going to a prom in November than she is yeah, about weird. the meat of the story. I wasn't really like into the episode yet, and then I was like, "What the hell is this child <laughs> talking about? What?" She, she never fails to entertain. Um, and she wonders if they went dressed as twins as a twin. I'm still mm-hmm. confused about that. This whole I don't, I don't know, know what <laughs> times with this and Charlene like what is she talking about? It's almost like they want to do that, like yeah. just kind of like anyway, just like jump right in. Um, yeah, and so Julia doesn't care about the story, but is curious as to how one gives birth to one's prom date. Not mm-hmm. that she is all that interested in participating in this discussion, but Charlene uh, points out that she notices her speed reading all of the Inquirer headlines and stuff in the checkout lanes. <clears throat> And then she says how she was in the grocery store last week and there were so many people trying to pretend they weren't reading some story that I didn't get Mm -hmm. involving someone that I think I've heard of. Uh, Mm -hmm. But anyway, it resulted in a six cart pile up. Yeah. Suzanne's just like, yeah, I know. Like these people just like, they don't know who anyone is anymore. I was talking to somebody the other day and they didn't even know Elizabeth Taylor. That's crazy. And I don't believe that people didn't know Elizabeth Taylor. No, it wasn't even... Yeah, in the 80s, come on. Yeah. I mean, she was also alive. And, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. And no. Charlene says it makes you wonder what's going to happen to um, happen to people after our generation is gone. Womp womp. And then Mary Jo comes in, and she has been by um, one of their clients' houses. Excuse me, Helen Jane, and she has passed away. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the first time they've had a customer die in the middle of a project. And they really liked her, and they liked spending time with her and stuff, so they're really going to miss her. Um, and they're talking about her memorial services the next day. And then Reese comes in. Reese. And I know it just says, in all caps, Reese, look how cute they are. Yeah. Um, he's going to the airport to pick up his old friend, Sheffield, who he's been friends with since at least law school, maybe before. Um, and they're supposed to take him out to dinner, but he doesn't want to do that because, like, they have to work on this case. Um Reese isn't, not Reese, uh, Sheffield is an entertainment lawyer, 
And so mm-hmm. his company is merging with the company that Reese's client owns. And so they've got to work. And he's like, yeah, he's going to be tired. He doesn't feel like going to dinner. Right? Why don't y'all, all of y'all just come over and we'll grill mm-hmm. out. And um, he's doing that because, like, uh, Sheffield always, like, supposedly playfully hits on Julia. And he loves the ladies. And so Reese is like, you know, if y'all are all there, I can keep Julia to myself. Yeah. And Suzanne has to point out that, you know, the last time they were all together, he just kept flirting with Julia. And then he kept bragging about how he simultaneously dated the double mint twins. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and then she follows uh, it up with like someone like me who has ridden on a float with the president of the United States is going to be impressed by something like that wow you wrote it down I, I knew did. you would I wrote it down um, <laughs> and Reese is like you know don't take him seriously he's just an entertainment attorney he's out there in Beverly Hills and blah 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 Yeah. and so they start talking about the food and apparently he has Reese employs I guess a housekeeper named Hattie Mae Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, "Don't worry about it. She'll take care of the food." And mm-hmm. so, uh, throughout this, they find out that their uh, client, who passed away, Helen Jane, wants a statement read at her funeral. And yeah, she liked the ladies so much, and they always came to see her when she was sick and spent so much time with her that <clears> she <throat> wanted one of them to read it. Mm-hmm. And Julia was her first choice. But the caveat is this letter statement, whatever, cannot be opened before the funeral. So they have That's to just so nerve-wracking. Open it up and read it in front of everyone not Ooh. knowing what it's going to say. Yeah. And Suzanne gets a little jealous and asks if there was a runner-up uh-huh. yeah. choice of reading. Yeah. Yeah. And Reese is like, nah. Mm. Um, and I thought it was really cute. I noticed that uh, Reese patted Julia's butt on the way out. Gave her a little yeah. love pat. That was cute. <laughs> so cute. And then we cut to the evening at Reese's house with, um, mm-hmm. they call him Chef Sheffield. And they're yeah. talking something, some, names. some joke about the movie Ishtar. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Because I think it was like, a, like his story, it was a flop. And so they were talking about like not putting oh, money yes. into it. And Suzanne says, I wouldn't have put money into it. Warren Beatty isn't as cute as he used to be. Been with too many women, and he's starting to get that used look. I know. I was so like, oh, my God. She said it. She said it. it. Woo. Uh, And then uh, Charlene asks him, because he's been, like, bragging. He says he lives two houses down from Kirk Douglas, and he used to date Brooke Shields' mom, and he went to a UCLA UCLA football game in a helicopter Mm -hmm. with Prince too soon. And... Charlene asks if he knows what happened to Al Pacino because he just, oh, yeah. she's worried about him because he seems to just disappeared <laughs> off the face of the earth. Oh, so funny. And Mary Jo was like, I don't know. I'm sure he's around somewhere. Maybe he'll show up on the back of a milk carton. Yeah. And then after the <laughs> so Prince funny. comment, Julia says, Prince who? And I'm like, no. Prince, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You did not. Oh, no. Julia. Um, and so then Reese comes in and he's like bragging about them, how about how they won't fall for any of his, you know, Kirk Douglas and Brooke Shields and blah, 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 when they have Mm -hmm. very clearly just fallen for it. Mm -hmm. And so chef talks about having a cocktail at night before dinner and some like, like a vitamin cocktail or like a nutrients cocktail, not like liquor. And Reese says that he took some vitamins that Julia bought him once and he was sick for two days. (laughs) 
<laughs> and just bragging so, about how he works out every day and Reese says, well something. you should quit oh, yeah, your yeah, crap yeah. <laughs> yes yeah that was funny yeah and like Reese doesn't get the whole huff about running and um mm-hmm. and chef points out that Julia looks like she's in good shape and mm-hmm. how he can't figure out how she got mixed up with Reese and Reese says, well, you know, I don't deserve her, but neither does anyone else. So I may as well have her to myself, which I thought was I cute. loved that. That was like yeah. my favorite line anyone's ever said. Because like people say like, oh, I really don't deserve you. But that's like no one does. So I might as well. That yeah. is like that's so Reese, you yeah, know? Well, yeah, like reap the benefits. Yeah. Um, And so Chef asks them to compare the, them side by side. And he's like, you're looking at Yale Law the same year. You know, who held up the best? And he's like, I guarantee you, I look 10 years younger and I'm at least in at least five times as good a shape. And Reese is like, you want to take that to the mat? And they're going to arm wrestle for it. Mm-hmm. And Julia tries to get them to not do it. And she's like, you're both in great shape. And she's fussing yeah. at Reese. And yeah. Suzanne's like, just let him be. There's nothing wrong with letting a man fight over you. Yeah. And then Reese starts struggling and it becomes clear that he's having a heart attack. Yep. And Oof. so then we cut to the hospital Sorry. and we're uh, in the waiting room and Suzanne just knocks it out of the park. Like, best Which part? sister, this whole part. Like, Oh, this whole part. Such oh, I see. a good sister. Okay. She takes charge. She's I love called it. Reese's kids. She knows a doctor yeah. at Duke and they're flying it down. <clears throat> She's <clears throat> called <throat> Anthony and told him all about the stuff for opening in the morning if it comes to that. <clears throat> She's yeah. good and in a crisis. Um, yes. And they're, you know, they're well, she's had of... enough old husbands. I bet she's yeah. had to do things, you know? Yeah. Get, get <laughs> but also, that's how much she lo- That's the thing. Like, she's ridiculous and says stupid shit, mm-hmm. but she is like, sh- I hate the stupid term ride or die. But, you know, she's yeah. like that kind of like, she's that kind of friend. It's like, I'm going to make this happen. She's got a loyalty, yeah. you know, sometimes it comes up. I guess and not always, but. Yeah, anyway. but like when it really counts, like she steps up yeah. and shows that she's a really good friend and sister to have. Yeah. Um, Julia is worried that Reese is going to die because this is how Payne died. Um, yeah. The strangers, they wouldn't let her go in. And by the time they did, he'd already died. Um, and Suzanne's like, no, you know, I made sure to tell them to come get you if it looks like he's not going to make it. And yeah. they haven't come out. So that's a good sign. And then Suzanne's, you know, just being the rock and like taking care of Julia. And Charlene's talking to Mary Jo. And she says, it's remarkable. Most of the time she goes around without the sense God gave a goose. One crisis and she's <laughs> Scarlett O'Hara. <laughs> God gave a goose. Oh, man. Yep. And then uh, Anthony comes in with an accent of some sort. Uh, yeah. What? Because the security guard is giving him a, a hard time. Racist. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, Anthony says he just flew in from Jakarta. He's very tired and everything like has been delayed and it's making his night awful. And like the security guard doesn't want to be part of that. And then Mm -hmm. he hands Charlene a bag and says, I brought y'all donuts from Jakarta. (laughs) And the security guard says that he saw him and he thought he was casing the lobby. And my note says racist asshole. And Anthony's next line is racist swine. (laughs) Yes. Oh, look at you. In sync. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? They're all there. He's because the security guard's like no visiting after blah 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 blah. Okay, but they're, but they're all, all there. there. Weird. But they're not black. So there's that. 
Why? Why are people dumb? Yeah, it's the worst. Mm. Um, and so Julia is, I guess she's like trying to prepare herself for mm-hmm. Avery's dies. And she says, you know, I'm very grateful to have loved and been loved by two extraordinary men. I don't have any right to ask for any more than that. Mm-hmm. But she says, on the other hand, I don't see how I can survive this. And then Suzanne comes back over and tells her that Reese is going to be okay because she said a prayer by the the candy machine and she has a feeling. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. well, it's more than a feeling. I made a deal. Yeah. And she says, usually I'm not this unselfish, but you've only loved two men in your whole <laughs> life. And I've got all these boyfriends. Mm-hmm. So I told God if he lets Reese live, he can take three of mine. So funny. And what then so- the doctor comes out. And it's Reese only had a mild heart attack, so there's very little to no permanent damage, and so everybody's sure he's going to recover completely. And Charlene says, Suzanne, you better get on the phone. You got to notify all those those three boyfriends. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And so now that, you know, Reese is going to be okay, Mary Jo and Charlene and Anthony are all coming back to Sugar Bakers looking very haggard because they've been up all night. Mm-hmm. Julia calls to check on the store, but they're like, no, no, we got it, we got it, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. then she's like, but the memorial service is in 30 minutes. And she's yeah. like, oh, no, we forgot. Don't worry, we'll take care yeah. of it. We'll read the thing. It'll be fine. We got this. Mm-hmm. And so then we get the really, really sweet scene um, where we cut back to Reese in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And Julia's just standing there by his bedside. And she tells him that his kids are coming. And Reese says, does that mean I died? And she says, no (laughs) chance. You're not going anywhere. And he tells her, that's my girl. Give me your hand. Uh, So you want to give me a lecture? And she says, no, right now I can only think of three words. Thank you, God. And he says, I thought you were going to say I love you. And then she gets really close to his face and whispers that too. Uh, uh, (laughs) It feels so cute. Too much. And then we got to the memorial service because we can't have a heavy episode without some comedic relief. Right. Uh, Mary Jo has lost the coin toss and she has to give the speech. She looks miserable, uh, but Charlene's like, you know, you're a better public speaker than I am. You got this. And she gets up there and she tries to make a joke about the winner and the winner is like at the Oscars and it it falls flat because like they're at a funeral. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so I paraphrased. I didn't write all of it, but basically she opens it up and it says to my husband, Carl, I'm sorry this has to be said in front of family and friends, but you deserve it. Oh, I love it. For 41 years, you have been nothing but a cold money grubbing son of a, and then Mary Jo pauses and she's Mm -hmm. like, Charlene, Charlene, what would you say is this word? (laughs) (laughs) And Charlene says, it's definitely not a gun. Mm -hmm. I I was afraid of that. Yeah. Do you think this is gun or something else or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so she resumes reading and basically this asshole never kissed her like coming Mm -hmm. or going. uh, Mm -hmm. Never complimented her on any meal she fixed or asked about how she was doing and Mm -hmm. asked about her health. And she says, well, let me tell you, it's not good. That was hilarious. I cracked up at that. I was like, did you really just do that? Did you really just do that at your funeral? Um, and so she says that she could have overlooked the insults, but that wasn't enough. You had to go out and have an affair with Vivian Blanchard. Calls her a bunch of names. Uh, and mm-hmm. it boils down to, she says, a virtual temple of silicone. And somebody in the audience goes, woo! And Mary Jo says, I guess Vivian's here. 
<laughs> okay. And yeah. She resumes reading, and for this, I could never forgive you. Could forgive you for all the rest, but you took her to a cheap Biloxi hotel during the night of my hysterectomy. Mm. Cause him a bunch of other things that culminates in bastard, and then Mary Jo freaks out, like mm-hmm. like pushes the letter at the reverend who's conducting the ceremony and rushes out. Mm-hmm. And so then we cut to read at home and he is trying mm-hmm. to work less than three days after a heart attack. Nope. And Julia's fussing at him and she's wearing her trench coat dress. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Did you... I think you liked that dress, Leslie. I liked it. Yeah. I liked that it, it keeps coming back. Was it? Hmm? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's fussing at him because he's drinking scotch and he's like, I'm not drinking and I'm yeah. just using it to wash down all these pills you keep shoving in my face. Oh, gross. Oh, it sounds horrible. <laughs> so, um, Suzanne says that she thinks, or like, Julie's like, doesn't he look tired? And Suzanne says, no, I think he looks cute and tousled and sexy. Oh my God. Oh my God. I love that she said that. It was so cute. Like, what are you talking about, Suzanne? Yep. And then he says he mm-hmm. thinks he's been messing around with the wrong sugar baker sister. <laughs> so funny. Um, and so Julia has a dinner date with Chef, and uh, Reese is kind of jealous. But she she says that she's trying to do him a favor because he gets on Reese's nerves. So she's trying to be helpful by, like, keeping him out of the house because he's Reese's house guest. So he's staying there. This so is the not more, a good idea. No. So the more they go out, the less he's there bothering Reese. So she thinks she's helping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's jealous and he doesn't like her hanging out with Chef. And he's <clears> like, you know, if you recall, the bottom half of me is still operational, too, if you're ever interested again. That freaking line. <laughs> I could not uh, believe my little mouth was just open. Yeah. <laughs> and Julia was just like appalled. And she's like, Reese Watson yeah. and in front of Suzanne. And Reese is so like, cute. horse feathers. Suzanne knows all about the bottom half of men. Don't you, girl? So funny. And she says, I don't like to brag. And Reese says, yes, you do. Oh, God. That was Too much. Exchange. Oh, my God. Um, And Julia is clearly like, she's not interested in Sheffield. Like. The sun rises and sets on Reese Watson, but yeah, come he on, is very interested in her, and it's not yeah. just like flirting or like fun rivalry between he and Reese. Like legit, he would steal her from Reese if he thought he had a chance. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Reese says he's tired of being I don't treated get like friendships like this. Yeah, I don't. That's not a friendship. What? That's that's not a friendship. I don't know what that is. Mm-mm. No. Um, and Reese says he's tired of being treated like Paw Kettle on an excursion from the nursing home. Mm-hmm. And Julia apologized, but she says she's already lost one person to a heart attack, and she doesn't want that to happen again. Yeah. And so she says, you know, I'll see you tomorrow. Can I bring you anything? He says, as a matter of fact, you can. Bring me some cool sunglasses, a Mercedes 450 SL convertible, and a topless Tahitian girl who doesn't know the least little thing about Kaopectate. Wow. That's Hello. specific. Um, yep. So as she leaves, Reese tells Suzanne he had the heart attack on his own, but she's going to give him a stroke. <laughs> yep. So Julie and Chef has, have been out, and they come back in Sugar Baker's. And don't turn the light on, which is weird. But, um... Yeah, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, this yeah. is not... In tears. This is not good. <laughs> yeah. So she thanks him for all he's done for her and Reese. And then he tries to kiss her passionately, which she abruptly uh, puts an end to. Uh, <clears throat> Why? 
And um, <clears throat> she says, Reese was right. How could I have been so stupid? You know, and he's like, I'm not sorry. I've wanted to do that for a long time. And she says, I thought you were his friend. And mm-hmm. like, Chef doesn't care that he's out of line. He said that they've always been competitive, even in law school. And then when he, you know, started dating her, it got like he thought, you know, things evened out and they were just straight up fighting over her. Mm -hmm. And uh, he says that Reese is one of his best friends. um, But if I thought you'd walk out that door with me, I'd run all the way to the house just to tell him. And he says he knows it's not going to happen because he saw her face at the hospital. And she's like, why are you telling me any of this? Mm-hmm. And he says he guesses, he guesses he's doing it out of guilt because he would have, like, no remorse about straight up going after her. And Julia no. asks him to just keep it between them to spare Reese's feelings because thinking your friend might betray you and knowing he has are two different things. Ugh. And he says, you know, I know you really are in love with him. And she says love doesn't even begin to cover it. Nope. Ugh, those two. Yeah, and I know. So the next day, she comes in wearing a bright red trench coat, and he's in his. Yeah, I was excited. Coat. I'm not even Reese, but I was excited. I'm like, something's gonna happen. Some cool <laughs> happen. I love how <laughs> they like. Happen. She was in like that vixen red, and he was just kind of mm-hmm. in like a muted red. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, you know, not to worry. I'm quietly reading a National Geographic about how shoes are made in England. And she starts to undo her coat, and he's like, and I've taken all of my medicine, and then she drops the coat. Ah! And she is wearing a lacy, fancy, it's like... The- I love how much she has on, though. It's like, yeah. I was like, I was like that woman is going to have, like, nothing on under here. And it's like, she has more clothing on when yeah. she takes off the coat, because yeah. she's that damn classy. It's like an evening gown of yeah. gowns. Yeah. And Reese says, Julia, in the middle of the afternoon? And she says, you know, life is short. I don't think we should waste another second of it. And he says, I can't believe you came all the way over here in your jammies. (laughs) So cute. He's like a little kid who's so excited. Oh, cuties. And uh, he says, you sugar baker women are kind of wild, aren't you? And she says, yes. Have I told you lately how attractive I think you are? And he says, Mm -hmm. no. Have I told you that Hattie Mae's in the kitchen? Mm -hmm. And she tells him that she gave Hattie Mae the afternoon off. And he's like, you bad, bad girl. And (laughs) she tells him how much she's missed him. And he says, not as much as I miss you. And she says, what would you say if I told you we have the whole long day? And Reese says, I would say, be still my heart. Cue credits. (sighs) Those two. Very damn cute. Yes. Roller coaster. Always a roller coaster with those two. Jeez, that whole thing, especially how upset she, like, mm-hmm. how upset she gets in the hospital. Like, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was real. It was real. She was looking <laughs> rough. Thing. Yeah. She's always very well put together, even, like, in, in difficult situations, but we really saw her, like, stripped down. Mm-hmm. To those bare emotions. Mm. My goodness. So, did you have a favorite yeah. outfit? Uh, you go first. Okay. I think I always go first, right? I have yeah. two, so I'll just do the first one. I picked two, too. Go okay. ahead. Uh, it was Julia's, Julia's nightgown. Yes! Look at you. <laughs> I just scared Haven. To the floor, like, a very, very deep purple, like an eggplant color. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it's like an evening gown of nightgowns, and the, the mm-hmm. even the robe is like, um, 
the kind of stuff like on um, Princess Grace's uh, wedding dress, like her sleeves, mm-hmm. like the see-through mm-hmm. lace. It was like yeah. only in like deep purple. It was amazing. How about you? Uh, I really liked, let me pull up the picture. Why didn't I do that already? I really liked uh, Anthony's outfit when he was in the hospital. Yes. Where he's got on this like ridiculous like argyle sweater. Sweater. <laughs> it's so eighties though. Uh, he has it's like kind of gray, but then has like yeah. these big like chunks of like color mm-hmm. in it. And then the argyle is like purple and blue, and it's like a very it's just very like muted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has those pants <laughs> that like everyone had at that point in time. Yeah. <laughs> They're like. How do you even describe them? They're like, um, I mean, they're kind of like jeans, but not at all yeah. fitted and kind of like pleated. And they were almost a purpley blue mm-hmm. that went with the whole outfit. And it was just so 80s. <laughs> and looked really cozy. It did. As I, but also like nice, you know. And I was That's like, your, I, I nice would pursuit. wear the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. Mm, my life's pursuit of cozy. Oh, yes, ma'am, you are correct. Mm-hmm. Do we have any parting thoughts on the episode? I, I liked it. Did you like it? I did. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It had a lot of stuff. It was not too heavy. I mean, yeah, it was heavy, but, but it was they kind of they had a balance. Exactly. That's yeah. what I was. Thinking. I thought it was interesting how like they deal with death and then they deal with near death and then they deal with all of the elation that comes with, Oh, well, they're not actually going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's a lot. It was a little, it was a lot, but of course, anytime that we can have some Reese. Oh yes. Think about, is there ever Anthony? Yeah, Reese and Anthony, and then I was like, is there an episode where Reese and Anthony and Dash are all on there? No, that would be too no, much. No, I think that's the only Dash episode is the one we watched. No, no, there's... There's what? another one? She has credits for, for another one. That's awesome. So I don't know what happens, but it's on the page for him. Yeah. So. That makes me happy. Yeah. I don't remember that one. Yeah. So he'll be back and okay. things will be cute and... Yes. Yeah. All right, I guess is that our episode? That's our episode. Where can people find us, especially if they want to tell us what they would get? The lady for holiday presents. Tweet at us uh, at Sugar Breaker Girls if you want to tell us what you would get the ladies and Anthony for the holidays or any of the other characters, you know, Bernice or Grease or Dash or whoever. Um, oh, yeah. We are Sugar Baker Girls on almost everything Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest. Um, we are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on our Podbean site and on iTunes. If you like mm-hmm. us, please rate and review us right quick. It does help. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank y'all. We will see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Because you have to, uh, I like how work is basically um, expecting you to <laughs> do your job in like a thong and a sports bra. <laughs> yeah.